Well, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ready to Rise podcast with Lucy Mitchell. Um, I'm doing this again. This I say this every single time. This is like a vlog slash podcast slash YouTube video, like all the things. And I've been doing a series lately of interviewing like amazing, badass, entrepreneurial like people. Okay, women. Sorry, I'm not going to make it so like in general. Women, amazing women in my community, in my network. And this week's episode, I have someone so cool for you because I sometimes don't even know where this woman came from. Like what she does is so interesting. Like I don't have that. I like to think I have an analytical mind and like can like totally empower people to do all the things. And then out of nowhere comes Miss Lacey and she's just making it rain like cool things for entrepreneurs. Like she just, she launches this business out of nowhere and we're at this conference and she gets to stand up saying she had a $35,000 launch. Like, like who, who does that? So I wanted to bring her on because I'm making this pivot into more of the, of the business space with my fab PR agency and around that does come mindset around that does come belief and faith in yourself, but we're in an ever evolving world when it comes to business and technology and platforms and how to automate and how to do all those things. And many of you are probably like, what is, what, what is automate? What are we doing? What are platforms? So that's why I like to bring these amazing women on that they can break it down for you. Because we're coming to like 2023 in a matter of days, I feel like. It's just, it's going to be here before we know it. So without further ado, I wanted to introduce you guys to my dear friend, Lacey Cribb. Um, she's a business strategy coach and a DFY tech, which she's going to explain what all of this means. Don't leave it up to me. It's like totally foreign language. But we met through... Um, an amazing community that we're both in, which is the Gold Digger Girl um, community. We were both in, in Ignited Life Coaching. We both leveled up and went accelerator. Y'all don't know what that is, but it's through Kimberly Olson, which I've talked about many times, and she will be one of my guests very soon. Um, so welcome, Lacey. Like, how Thank are you? you. You're in I'm Canada, doing right? so good. I am. I am in Canada. It's nice and cold up here. And cold I'm, yeah, how cold? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but it's minus 17 today for oh Celsius. Are we talking Celsius or Fahrenheit here? <laughs> this is Celsius. So yes, it's definitely never, a cold one. I can never do. We're in te- I'm in Texas and mm-hmm. we are getting some cold front that's coming through the world or the nation or something. And next week, it's supposed to be like 18 degrees Fahrenheit. So I don't know what that is Celsius, but for us, for the Texans, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> well, I do know 37 is freezing, right? Yes. So it's below freezing, so that's cold enough. Yes, it is. It is very much so. I wonder if my kids will want to go out there and try to like, you know, I, I, I think it has to be in the negatives in order to throw like water in the air and it becomes snow or something. But yeah, uh, we do definitely get hot enough to fry an egg on the sidewalk. So but oh, enough wow. of the weather, weather talk. So why don't you explain to me, like, in a nutshell, like, what it is that you're passionate about? Like, what what do you do? Yeah. So I call myself an operations business strategist and tech strategist. So 
sometimes I combine it together like operations, business, and tech strategists. I help people with the back end of their businesses. So a lot of times, most of where you know your time should be spent is on that front end in marketing, in sales, getting that visibility, having sales conversations, making clients or working with clients. But there's a back end side of the business that still has to operate. And that could be, you know, whether it's project planning and uh, making sure that operations are running smoothly, whether it's email campaigns, um, text campaigns, websites, uh, blogs, if there's blogs that need to be uploaded. A lot of times I, you know, I want to see entrepreneurs do their thing, show up, um, write their content, but then have someone else manage that back end of the operation so that things run smoothly. And, you know, you wouldn't believe how how much of a back-end operation there is, especially when you get into, like, you know, bigger marketing campaigns. If you're doing, like, a big launch at a time, at a time or promoting a particular product or a book or anything like that. No, that makes total sense because I know that, you know, I've been, you know, in the online space in, in some way, shape, or form for six years and it's only been probably the last year and a half that I've even understood any of that, um, the back end stuff. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like when you look at insights and analytics about like who's opening your emails, who's reading your blogs, like who's clicking links, like the old me thought, what, that doesn't matter as long <laughs> as they shoot. As long as they like it or read it or shoot me a message, I'm doing good. No, it does matter. And I love, like, I have a virtual assistant and she helps me understand so much of that so that I can keep showing up and, and, and being, I would say, present or aware with, you know, what, what everybody's, what is the information that people are wanting from me in order to, because you're talking words like convert. And, you know, again, these are all, they're not pretty words. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish we could like pretty them up a little bit, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's times where you get started. And then as you grow and scale and stuff, you might want to dig in a little bit further. It's like, okay, should I be, you know, looking at having a, an email campaign that's more strategic where it's like, okay, if they open this, then I want to send them that. If they don't open this, I'm going to send them this over here plus this. And so there's definitely some strategy behind what, what you do. You want to, you still want it to be as authentic as possible when you're, you know, setting up automations and stuff. And one thing I'll say is even when you're setting up automations, it's, it's still you it's just giving you more time to free up your creative mind and stuff. So some people get weird about automations or think they're doing AI stuff or, you know, <laughs> taking away jobs, but it's like, no, it's still you, like you're putting you into all of that stuff. Um, it's just helping you get some ease back into your business. Right. And I think that's really at the end of the day, what it is the most important because we can, I was just, in fact, I just recorded a podcast, um, episode that'll launch soon. And I was talking about that, like in your business as an entrepreneur, you can get so stuck in the busy work that doesn't bring in income. Um, instead of doing the work that keeps you busy, bringing mm -hmm. in an income, like you could, it's, it's yeah. that, I mean, it's essential, but in a sense, it's non-essential. It's like constantly going and learning and learning and learning, but never implementing. Yep. I have, 
um, basically my own rule. It's a 70, 20, 10 rule. And, you know, it, it is used in some other areas, but 70% of my time is um, spent like working with my clients and, you know, building um, sales, marketing and stuff in my programs and, and things like that. 20% is built as spent on working on my business. So adding new programs or increasing value of the programs or upgrading um, things and, and stuff like that. And then 10% is working in my business because we all are going to do it. None of us cannot work 0% in our business. It's going to happen. So yeah, I kind of do a 10, a 70, 20, 10 like for, for like myself. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I probably do need to look at the uh, percentage of, you know, I'm granted I wear many hats, but you know, of like at the end of the day, I'm one of those where, you know, a lot of people probably do make a list. You make a list of all the things you need to get done. Okay. And then I make sure that the list for the household and the kids don't intertwine with the list for work. Like they have to be separate lists. And I do find myself sometimes going, what did I do today? And did any (laughs) of it have to do with any of my, of my lists? Um, of what I needed to get done. And that's why I say I'm so grateful for the VAs that I have because they're the people like, I'll be like, did we do any of the, yep, we're on it. We got it. Like, okay. All right. So that I can do things like run the numbers. I can yeah. look at like who's opening what, who's responded to what, who's, who's interested in X, Y, Z. Uh, because again, like I said, everything is changing and I don't know what 2023 is going to look like in any sense of the word (laughs) for the world, (laughs) but also when it comes to business and tech and, um, you know, being an entrepreneur. So if I could ask you one question, uh, it would be, do you have in your expertise, like, like top three, what the top three, like biz and tech tips are going into 2023 for an entrepreneur? I would say at any stage, if it's geared more towards beginners, that's great. But Mm -hmm. uh, do you have information like that? So um, I love this. And one of the things that comes, and it might not follow, maybe it's a top three uh, tech tip. But one of the things I find, especially when I work with clients, and it doesn't matter how big or small they are, like some of my starting clients right up to like my millionaire clients, are once I get inside their tech, the first thing we do is look at their tech stack. And I call it a tech stack, meaning like, what is every tech tool that you have? How much are you paying for it? What is it doing for you? Is it getting the results that you want it to get? And that's always the first place. And most times I can minimize that tech stack to like a few key components. So that would be my number one tip is like, if you're, especially if you're new, get your tech costs down. If you don't have courses and you're paying for a course provider, stop paying for that. Don't pay for that until you need that tool. Or, you know, if you're into something like, I'm going to say ClickFunnels, not to name drop something, ClickFunnels is an expensive funnel software. You do not need that. You could go with a website tool that's like $30 a month and have a full-blown website, build landing pages on there and do everything that ClickFunnels can do without that added cost. So that is one of the first things that I like to do is look at the tech stack because usually it is out of freaking control. Like to the point where they're like, okay, these are the ones that I have. 
And then there's probably another list just as big of ones that I think I have or that I've never used before. And then there's a list of things I'm paying for that I don't even know I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. And it adds up quickly, especially if you're a small business. Um, yes, as if you're, you know, a millionaire and stuff, you can absorb some of those costs a little bit better, but you're still putting out money that you don't need to. Right, right. It's so like that's if you've ever it's like if you've ever gone through and like you'll get the email from Apple or or iTunes or whatever that this this thing just renewed and it's like, wait, what what just <laughs> like going through or you're doing your monthly budget and it's like, it's three ninety. you know, my, like case in point, my husband, it's only three ninety nine. I see three ninety nine times 12 times 10 different apps. Like mm-hmm. what? And I'll do that. It's like, I'll get a renewal notice of some program. I just got one. In fact, I'm like, I'm not even using that. Maybe yep. not. You can't like, I did find out that my new website server has the ability to do newsletters and blogs and the click. So I'm going through and it's like, I paid a year. I'm one of those people I pay. So now I have to put an alarm yeah. that on this date, cancel it. So it doesn't renew because now I can do it all in my one site. So I love that tip. What's another one? Oh, okay. Let me get into, I'm going to probably talk about email list because if you're growing and scaling with your email list, or if you're starting new, um, you get people in, in a multiple different ways. And then all of a sudden you've got 20 different lists happening within your email provider. Uh, it's really hard to market your, your emails and stuff. You don't know like who's opening what, or if you've got on inactive people on there. So I would say, take a look at your email list, potentially even consider doing an engagement campaign to figure out who actually still belongs on that email list. Because again, another thing that can happen is if you have, um, you know, a contact list that's a certain size, sometimes you pay per contact list size. And even for people unsubscribed, if you don't remove them from your contact list, you still end up paying for them. So doing, mm -hmm, doing a regular like cleanup can really help for that unless you have like unlimited and stuff, but it also can help with your delivery rates, your, Landing into the primary inbox is if you keep your list clean, keep your open rates high and um, clean it up regularly. And then also like depending if people are using active campaign, which I really like and some other tools too, there's ways you can bring people in and you add them to to a certain list. You might have maybe in your world, you might have a newsletter, a podcast list, um, product list or customer list. You could do smart tagging instead because what happens is if someone comes in and they're receiving podcast emails and they're like, oh, I didn't want that email. I don't want to hear about the podcast. I just wanted to hear about the product stuff. And they hit unsubscribe. They unsubscribe from all of your list. That's the way that it's set up. And so if you use tagging, you could potentially put something in. And I've seen Amy Porterfield do this in a recent one. You put in like, Hey, this is about my podcast. If you don't want this, just click here. We'll remove you from those and we'll keep you on everything else. So that's what people are doing is they're using tags instead of lists and trying to get a little bit more personal. Oh, I like that. I like that. I've Mm -hmm. seen that too whenever I've unsubscribed and it's like, no, not, I don't, not everything. I just don't want to know about boats for some reason or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And the minute you click it, it's like, you're unsubscribe. I'm like, Oh my God, I did not want to do that. And I did it in my partner's email the other day. I was like, I just want to see who they use for their email provider. So I clicked it thinking I'll be able to tell. Cause sometimes I reverse engineer stuff a little bit. 
Uh-huh. And I clicked it and I'm like, whoops, I just unsubscribed you from this email <laughs> list that you really, really, really like. <laughs> now you got to go back. <laughs> yeah. So I need to go and, uh, and fix that maybe. Right. And then the other thing I was going to add too is when you, if you, if you have the time and energy or if your list is super small, this is actually a great time that you can get super personal with your list. So if you ran an engagement campaign and 20% of people open it and let's say, I don't know, you were super, super small and that's a, you have a hundred people, 10 people open it, make a little video for those 10 people. Like just do a little personalized video and be like, Hey, so-and-so like, and, and just let them know that you see them and, or, or reply to them, like doing something extra special as you're starting to grow your list can really help um, engage those people and maybe convert them into sales. If that's your goal, when you have a small list. Instead of relying on, you know, the conversion rates of like 1% and stuff like that, do something special. Try to bump up your conversion rate. I, I actually, I, that's, I mean, so far these three tips, I'm even learning something myself, including that right there. Cause it's, it is that extra step, that extra little mile. It's like the, um, the Alexa, thank my driver thing going on right now. I don't, <laughs> I haven't gotten a delivery, but it, it's always listening you know, it's a little thing like that, that goes that extra step. And I think this tip that you just said, like, really, when you are trying to grow, and you're racking your brain of like, how do I get more subscribers? Or how do I convert? Well, putting adding that personal touch. And I think about it, has anybody ever done that for you? I try to read every single email, but I have not gotten something like that. So that's going to even set you apart from a lot of people in your industry. By, do, by just taking those extra minutes and sending out a personal thank you, whether you do a video or not. So I, I love that tip. I really do. Yeah. And let them know in, and when you do the video or a voice recording and you insert their name in it, they really know that it's personal, You right? And then you could even put in the, the subject like, hey, so-and-so, I made a video for you. And when they open it and hear your name or hear their name, they, they 100% know that that was that was you. I've also seen people um, do something like hold up their phone with pointing and be like, you know, have their picture. Like I have a picture of Lucy and be like, is this you? And they know that you, isn't that cute? And it just gets extra personal. And so if you have a small list and you're trying to convert sales, you can do it. You just have to do some extra, extra stuff. Right. And, and that's where I think, um, you know, in our community and things I'm well known for, doing converting with with small lists because I only had like I think 150 people when I was doing my first live launch and I made a five-figure sale or made five-figure sales um with like you know 10 clients and so it it works it just it might feel like it's extra work but that's what what it takes to build that right yeah I love that I love that so uh to kind of like to wrap this up um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I know you have tons of tools. I know you have tons more tips and all the things. Um, so where, like if somebody wanted to, is this something that your team, you and your team do, especially for the person still starting out? Or is there a, like a Facebook group or a community where, where we could do, I could direct my you know, budding entrepreneurs who are like, okay, I need, I need help with this. Like, is this something that yeah. you guys do? It is. So um, when I work with clients, I basically have, you know, um, different options. I, I do what's called business and tech plans. 
So we do some strategy stuff, like coming up with their project plans. And then we do that operations execution side. Like I'll get in the back end, work on their websites, their uh, landing pages, um, support large scale launches. I've supported launches that are multiple six figure launches um, and then launches that are, you know, a, a four figure launch. It's depending on each particular entrepreneur. So I work with all levels. I absolutely love it. I love seeing my clients' success. And so if you want to learn more, you can go to LaceyCrib.com. You can book a discovery call there. I also have a freebie. It's like my new tech tool uh, or a tech guide for new coaches where you can learn some of my favorite tools because once you get to know me, you'll know, even though I'm a tech guru, I like things super, super simple. I like shortcuts where they make sense. I don't want to overcomplicate things. I don't want to have too many tools. I don't want too much automation, just enough. Still having that manual touch where it, where it makes sense. So that's what I'm all about. And you could also email me if you want, Lacey at LaceyCrib.com. I'm totally available. Facebook message, do it all. <laughs> I love that. I think I'm going to need to get that guide from you as well, because with this new launch I'm doing and trying to pivot and everything, it's kind of like starting over. And, but I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just trying to take what I already have and just kind of pivot just a little bit. Um, so we're, I'm going to make sure that all of your information is in the show notes. I, I, I can't wait to see where you and your business goes in 2023. Um, and I know it's going to go super far. And I thank you so much for volunteering to like come on my podcast. Um, because I just, again, I just love, I love interviewing other women, especially female entrepreneurs, because, you know, the whole premise of my podcast in the beginning with Ready to Rise is that we all have a vision within us of something that we want to call our own. So, uh, you know, especially when it comes to, to business, we've got to step out. It's like basically out of our cocoon and you can either run, just run for it, hit the gates running. But even if you want to do that, you have to be ready. You have to be, you have to understand what the process is all about. And this community and people like you are, are like that saving grace of like, I've got you because I've been there and I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to start fresh in business and fall and fall and fall and get back up and, or buy a bunch of things that you don't end up using to find the one thing that will do all like, this is what this community is all about. And this is what this podcast is all about. So Lacey, thank you so much. My listener, thank you as well for, for, you know, chiming in, for listening in, for watching. If you're on YouTube, apparently my YouTube's taken off. People are really liking these videos. So we're going to keep them going. <laughs> um, and um, with that being said, like, please go and check out the show notes, join our Facebook community groups. They will be in the notes. Like, there's power, there's power and there's knowledge and numbers and there's knowledge and relying on others to do all the dirty work. And, um, that's what we do. That's what we do. We do all this so we can share it with you. So until next time, um, thank you so much for being a part of this community and I will see you all on the next podcast. Bye.